When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. hey if you have not already, head over to tinyleaps.today. When you do, you're going to get a free guide to crushing it in 2018. This is a step by step process. It's the same one I'm using and it's the same one 900 other listeners are using to make sure 2018 is their year. You should join us. Head over to tinyleaps.today. That's tinyleaps.today. And I'll see you there. In this episode, I want to talk about how to manage your money better. Get out your wallet because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about money management. Now, a few episodes ago, uh, let me grab the actual episode number for you, should have shown up prepared, but uh, I did not. Uh, So a few episodes ago, back in episode 234. Make sure you go and listen to that. I talked about what happens when you save money and sort of the psychological and physiological benefits that can come from tracking and saving your money. And in this episode, I want to talk more about how you actually do that. So the last one was why you should do it. This one, I want to talk about how you do that. How do you get better at managing your money? How do you manage money better? Well, Something that I realized this year is that what it really comes down to, and I know I've said this a million times on the show, but it's that important. What it really comes down to is getting conscious. And here's what I mean by that. Getting conscious is about being aware of what's going on. It's about understanding what it is you're doing or what's happening or where things are going and just knowing about it. It's not even about having a special skill to avoid it or tactics or or strategies or anything like that. It's just knowing about it. And what I've found this year as I've gotten ridiculously good at managing my money, and I'm still not even perfect, but compared to where I was this time last year, I am incredible at managing my money. And that same skill has allowed me to take my credit score this year from disgustingly low to pretty decent, pretty good. And 
What it really came down to was being aware of what was going on so that I could take steps towards avoiding that. And and so that's why I want to drive this home, regardless of your age, regardless of where you are in life, regardless of how much money you make, the number one thing you can do better, the number one thing you can do to manage your money better is get conscious of it. And so what I want to focus this episode on is how to go about it. How do you allow yourself to get conscious? So what is it that allows you to get conscious? What are the practical things we can do to get there? Uh, Well, the first thing, and this is something that I don't do, admittedly, it's not something I personally have the patience or attention span for, but everyone I know that has done it has gotten incredible benefits from it. So highly, highly recommended uh, is simply to write down everything that you spend on. And the goal here is not to necessarily change your behavior in the first two or so weeks. It's just to get an understanding of what your behavior is. Now, the beautiful thing is that there are some apps that make this easier. So things like Mint will track your spending. Uh, so Mint.com, it'll just track everything that you're, you use your card for and any ATM withdrawals and that sort of thing. But there's another reason that you should write it by hand and sort of take a mini notebook with you. It's to sort of deter your spending over time. So if you know, if you're at the store and you know that if you take your card out and swipe it or if you take cash out and hand it over, you have to then sit down and write it out in a notebook, you're less likely to do it. It's kind of a little uh, psychological hack where you just don't want to go through the effort. You don't want to you know, put yourself through that. And so as a result, you end up spending a little bit less. But most importantly, and this is what Mint will allow you to do, is it allows you to get an understanding of where your money's actually going. Because many of us, we bring home more than we actually need. The problem is after we pay our bills, we don't know what happens to our money. So we sort of budget out all these things for our bills, but we don't budget for anything else. And, and so money just sits there and eventually it will run away and someone will find a way to take it from you. And so you've, you kind of got to approach it with this war mentality. You've got to be at war with both your money and the people trying to take your money. And the way you do that is to start writing everything down, start tracking everything so that you can get conscious around where it's going. And then you can make conscious decisions around what to do with it and what not to do with it. Now, the second one is uh, something that I do and it has helped me dramatically. It's probably the number one thing that I've done for myself uh, is to log into your bank account often. Now, I do this uh, virtually every morning, could be you know every other morning, or maybe I don't do it on a weekend or something like that, but I do it basically every morning. And um, what you can also do with this, and somebody uh, recommended after the last episode, is you can set up uh, just email alerts. And, and so thank you to TJ, who's a listener, for making that recommendation. The goal here is really just to know at all times what's going on with your money. Um, now, I personally don't do the the email. I have it set up. I don't ever check it. I kind of go blind to it. I think that it's likely you would do the same uh, when you're getting you know the automated email coming in. Eventually, unless you make a real effort to open the email and check it, eventually it's just going to fall into the list of other emails that uh, you get that just aren't that important and don't ever get opened because you'll go blind to it because it's not a part of your routine. And so that's why, in my opinion, the process of seeking out the information, the process of logging into your account and seeking it out is important. It does drive uh, 
change in behavior, but most importantly, it drives knowledge around what's going on and what's happening. And then the third thing, the final thing here, is to attach rewards and punishments to positive and negative behavior. And uh, this one is interesting because it's a it's a proven fact that we are willing to do more to avoid pain than we are to move towards pleasure. These are the two main drivers of human behavior. So we're willing to do more to avoid pain than we are to move towards pleasure. And so if you can not only create reward systems around positive behavior, so the things you want to be doing, the things you want to be spending on, and rewarding yourself for sticking to your budget or whatever it might be, it's also important to place uh, punishments and and, uh, negative systems around your negative behavior because you're more likely to take the actions to move away from having to to face that negative consequence than you are to take the actions required to move towards that positive consequence. So it's important to make sure that you add uh, positive and negative behaviors and and, uh, consequences towards the things that you want to be doing and the things you don't want to be doing. And uh, it'll make it much easier for you to actually do the things that you need to do. So for example, if you have to donate $100 to a charity, if you spend over a certain amount towards a specific thing, so whatever your budget is, all that, that'll hurt. You know, the, the whole point is to have more money at the end of the month. So having to donate uh, towards a charity or give money to a person is, is, would hurt in that scenario. And so because you don't want to have to do that, because you don't want to have to face that, you will do a much better job of sort of just keeping track of it and making sure that you're you're doing it. So that third one, a little bit more complicated, but I highly, highly recommend giving it a shot for at least a month and just seeing how it goes. And I recommend just doing all of this for a month. If nothing else, you'll get some clarity around it and you'll understand where your money is going and what it is that you could be doing to better manage it. So with that said, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, head over to tinyleaps.today to sign up for your free guide to crushing it in 2018. That's tinyleaps.today. Head over there now. If you haven't already, again, be sure to click the subscribe button. Subscribing is the best way to get new episode alerts as soon as they come out. And I'm dropping five episodes a week, roughly. So uh, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of them. Uh, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.